Episode 42, License It, Don't Sell It. You're listening to The Game Changers with Jason Jennings. Leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention. Now, here's worldwide best-selling author and speaker, Jason Jennings, and your host, Dale Dixon. Welcome to the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. I'm your host, Dale Dixon, with Jason Jennings. Jason, great to be with you today. Uh, Dale, great to be back with you. I, I just, I love doing these. I, I, I can't begin to tell you how much I enjoy our time together. It is always a lot of fun. Eye-opening for me. I love what I learn each and every week. And uh, it's all also fun to start to see some of the feedback from the listeners out there. And, and you've got one listener you want to want to acknowledge today. Uh, I do. Uh, Bahal76. And uh, I'm not sure if it's a man or a woman. Uh, Bahal76. Could it be like Barbara Hall? I, I, I don't know. It says, uh, this was posted in iTunes, I had the privilege of meeting Jason at a conference several years ago. He even autographed my copy of Less Is More. I purchased all of his books and was thrilled to discover the podcast series. Uh, he provides sound business advice, much of which has been forgotten in today's environment. I won't be missing any podcast episodes. And so, Dale, what I'm going to ask is this. Uh, some of these podcasts have been downloaded 10, 15, 17,000 times. Um, I know everybody's busy. But but if anybody gleans anything from these podcasts, uh, the way to pay it back, it, it, one of two ways. Uh, either go and give us a review. That's number one. I, I know everybody's busy, but it won't take you more than a moment. And uh, Or pass along the podcast to someone else. Absolutely. We also love to hear your questions. Uh, you can just write the email to questions at jason-jennings.com. Uh, always available. And uh, one of the things about Jason, he is busy. He's traveling the world. But he makes it a habit to respond to every single email. It's absolutely amazing. A hundred a day. A hundred a day. I do. I respond. Everybody who's been at a speech, everybody who's read a book, everybody who's listened to the podcast uh, gets a response. Sometimes it's only uh, three, four, or five lines, uh, but everybody gets an answer from me. Mm. That is that's something else. Hey, let's dive into today's topic. You say license it, don't sell it. So uh, when should a company decide that they need to license something rather than sell it? Because we're so used to hearing, you know, sell it, sell it, sell it, sell the product. Well, you know, it's, it's rather interesting. Uh, once in a while uh, on one of these podcasts, uh, you're going to get a piece of information that I, I want to give you information that can be actionable tomorrow morning. Uh, but once in a while, uh, we're going to give you something that you just need to tuck back in, in the, or put in the back of your mind and, and use it at the appropriate time. Uh, so some people may not be able to make this one actionable today, but I, I just want to open up your mind to something. And, and the best way to begin uh, is to tell you about one of my favorite companies uh, in the world. Uh, the company is SAS. Uh, SAS means nothing, really. Uh, you just pronounce those three letters. Uh, it is the world's fourth largest software company uh, after uh, SAP, Oracle, and Microsoft. Uh, they're headquartered in uh, Cary, North Carolina. It's headed by a man who's become a dear friend of mine, Dr. Jim Goodnight. Uh, the company does analytics. Uh, that's what they do. They've got 70,000 customers around the world. Uh, they do about $3.5 billion in revenues, 13,000 employees. But now listen to this one. Dale, they've had double-digit growth since their founding 30 years ago. Double-digit growth. Yeah, double-digit growth every year for 30 years. And so how in the world is that even possible? I mean, there have been all kinds of recessions, up and downs in the economy, uh, lots of changing pressures on the competitive landscapes. How can you have a company that has double-digit revenue growth every year for 30 years? 
Well, and that's the secret. Uh, because at SAS, they have 90% of their revenue in the bag every year when the year starts. Because you can't buy any SaaS software. They don't sell SaaS software. You license SaaS software to use. And so I started going back and studying a lot of the companies we've written about. And they really use a model of, of licensing what they produce as opposed to selling what they do. Think of what happens. If you sell what you do, you're starting over again every year. You're probably starting over again every single month. What do you become? You end up becoming a sales organization. You can't be anything but a sales organization if you're selling your stuff because you've got to be constantly concerned with bringing in enough cash to keep fueling the joint to try to have some growth. And I mean, I think it also probably exhausts people. Now, If you visit the North Carolina campus of SAS, uh, it is the most incredible place I've ever been. There are all of these beautiful buildings in a beautiful park-like setting, uh, and you'd swear you're on a university campus. And they have schools for the uh, uh, children of the employees who work there. They've got cafeterias, I mean, with string music being played at lunch, incredible works of art all around the campus. Jim Goodnight built his home on the campus. It actually feels like a university campus. Uh, They've got recreational facilities and ballparks and and, and clinics for their people. It is absolutely amazing. And uh, Dr. Jim Goodnight says... I would rather spend the money on my people than pay it in taxes, uh, so why not have these incredible benefits? He's been uh, profiled on 60 Minutes. I mean, it is, I've written widely about him in my books. Uh, it's an incredible place. But, but the big secret is, the big secret is they go into every year with 90% of their revenue in the bag. So if you've got uh, the possibility to consider licensing something as opposed to selling it, you no longer have to be a sales organization. So when Goodnight set out, here's what he said. He said, I, I want to help employees do their best work by keeping them intellectually challenged and removing distractions. Well, guess what? If you're starting over again every single year or starting over again every single month, you have a big distraction. And that big distraction is you're a sales organization. Goodnight said, I want to make managers responsible for sparking creativity, eliminating arbitrary distinctions between the suits and the creatives. Well, guess what? He's been able to do that because they license what they do. They don't sell it. And finally, he said, we want to engage customers as creative partners to help deliver superior products. Well, you know, there's a big difference between engaging and partnering with your clients in creative pursuits if you're out there trying to sell them all the time. Because if you try to sell them, I mean, you've got one end game in mind, and that is, I've got to make this sale. And so I, I, w- I would suggest to you uh, that everybody needs to – in fact, I've been thinking recently, you know, a new book comes out. We sell the books, all right? Jason Jennings speeches, uh, podcasts. You know, instead of selling, s- selling all of those items individually, I mean, maybe I've got to be at the forefront and say, look, you pay a $50 a year licensing fee, and you get all the books. And you get all the podcasts. I mean, they're free right now, but you get all the podcasts. You get all the videos. You, you get all the intellectual property. I mean, I, I've been thinking about it a lot uh, recently because it seems to be uh, just one incredible model. And so my game changer uh, this week uh, is maybe something somebody can't use tomorrow, but they 
but at their next offsite, at their next planning session, they should be asking the question, you know, what is our model going to be? Is it going to be, do we sell this? Is that the model? And become a sales organization starting over again every month or every year? Or do we license this? Uh, which will at some point in time allow us to have 90% in the bag as we go into the year. Can you imagine the pressure that takes off an organization, Dale? A, a lot of pressure. And I, I want to go back to that idea of innovation that you talked about. You mentioned innovation. But if, if I'm a selling organization, I'm trying to figure out how to get the product into the hands of the potential buyer, convince the buyer to, to part with their money, buy the product, get the product in their hands. And it I love the idea of thinking of your customer, your client, as a partner in the up in the way that you would be able if you were licensing a product. Then you can always work to make it better. You can innovate, so it's freeing. So the, this innovation piece is a huge opportunity for people to start thinking about ways to improve what they're doing. Well, and that's one of the one of the other secrets. It's uh, uh, good night himself. So Goodnight is worth seven to eight billion dollars, one of the wealthiest men in America. Uh, but he still spends 40, 50, 60, 70 hours a week uh, working. He loves what he does, seeing as how his home is right on right on their campus. And uh, he loves, he spends 50% of his time out with customers saying, what else do you need? I mean, what else can we do for you? Well, what other problem are you trying to solve here? And then he'll actually, uh, he drives his people crazy. He'll steal a small team of programmers and they'll work around the clock in his office for a couple of weeks uh, coming up with the rudimentary version of something. But they always partner with their clients. They always partner with a client as, as they build the first one. Mm. And then imagine what it means to have 90% of your revenue when the year begins. To, to know that you can count on that and what that does for budgeting and the level of confidence that that gives the people in the organization? Uh, well, yeah, because it allows you to, one, concentrate on innovation. It allows you to budget properly, never have a layoff. I, I mean, never have a layoff. You know, it provides security to everybody in the organization. And when everybody has a bit of security in the organization, it, it is truly freeing. I mean, it keeps the right people. There's no need for them to go anyplace. And uh, it's, it's a word most people don't or many people don't hear me use very often, uh, but, but it, it provides for a more gentle existence. Uh, I mean, the creative juices can really flow because you're not sweating out whether or not somebody's going to make a sale and make the month. So you talked about some ideas that you can incorporate into Jason Jennings when you think about licensing. Uh, yeah, it's something that that's, might be completely down the road for a number of businesses. But I would argue that the culture and what we see and, and the habits of customers and the buying habits of people is definitely going in this direction. When you think about subscribing, I mean, when you subscribe to uh, a service, any right. kind of service, uh, this is just where it's going. And I think businesses need to be ready to be thinking about this. Well, so. well I, I, I think it's really at the cutting edge. Uh, Microsoft is now doing, I mean, the exact same thing. I mean, who wants to be in a business where you start over every month, you start over every quarter, you start over every year? That, that, that's one business model, but it, it squarely puts you into sales mode all the time. Uh, then you're a sales organization first. I mean, if you've got 90 or 80 or 90% of your revenue in the bag at the beginning of the year, guess what? You truly get to be an innovation machine. So I, I, I think that's my game changer this week, and I think it's worth everybody just keeping that in the back of their mind saying, is there some way that we could possibly make this work for us? Mm. 
Great game changer uh, for this episode, Jason. Thank you so much. The books are available. Any specific book you want to you want to recommend people pick up this week and and give a look um, at? Yeah, yeah. I, I we haven't talked about it for a while. Uh, you know, my last book came out. Uh, luckily, and I will make a bad sound here and kind of tap wood. Uh, New York Times bestseller, The Reinventors, and uh, I actually crawled into bed the other night and uh, took a copy of The Reinventors with me and and I read for about an hour and a half in bed and uh, you know not because I wrote the book it's always a team effort it's always my researchers it's always my editors it's the other people around me uh, but it's a darn good book I mean it really is if you do it is it is I've read it myself and uh, definitely worth the read when you look at what's going on in the world and still applicable still relevant so it's the reinventors available wherever books are sold uh, definitely pick it up we'll be back here next week for another episode of the game changers and a game changing conversation any parting words Jason uh, yeah, go to the iTunes store and please rate us, uh, leave a comment. If you get anything out of these podcasts, the way you get to pay it back is to give us a rating. We know there's 10, 15, 17,000 people who download each episode. Do me a favor uh, and give us a rating. And we will be sure and recognize you. Jason will read it off uh, on the podcast and use your name. Because uh, recently we've just been using usernames, and we don't necessarily know who that person is. The person does. But we'd love to recognize you by name. Take care. You've been listening to The Game Changers, leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention with business thought leader, best-selling author, and keynote speaker, Jason Jennings. Read Jason's most recent New York Times bestseller, The Reinventors, and visit his website at Jason. Dash Jennings.com.